is up, everybody? This is Keith Jamison. I go by Gator Guy 231 across the DFS industry, and we are back for another three-game EPL slate this Saturday, February 27th. I am excited to go over it. This one's tough, guys. I'm just going to come out and say it. This is a tough slate. Tough pricing. You know, normally I can make a lineup in like the first three to four minutes of sitting down. I'm like, oh, okay, this makes sense here. This makes sense there. All right, here's the pivot points. And this one, I like sat there for a good 10, 15 minutes. Like, man, I don't know where I want to go. But I have some picks, have some ideas, finally made a holder that works, I think. We'll see, right? But looking forward to the slate, looking forward to talking to you guys. I think it's a difficult slate. And I do think that that gives an advantage to those of us that are paying attention, which is you, because you subscribe to the Mayo Media Network. And if you haven't, the bottom right of that screen is your, your, your time to subscribe. So hit that button. We really appreciate it. Really appreciate the support coming from the DFS soccer world and those that are new to it. It's a phenomenal sport. I hope that you're enjoying it and all the content that Mayo Media Network is bringing. Also, if you want to get access to it on your podcast station, make sure you search Daily Fantasy The Mix, part of the Mayo Media Network, on available on all the podcast channels that you could find, uh, Spotify, all those things. Just search for it. And then finally, if you want more from me, if this video doesn't tire you of me, check out FSIDFS. Um, .com. Search it on your YouTube channel. We have so much content dropping there too. We would love for you to join um, and check out what we've got in our community as well. All right, let's jump into the games. And to jump in, we first need to look at the odds and just get an idea of where we're going. There are some low totals and no big favorites. The first game of the slate, West Brom hosting Brighton. Brighton is the biggest favorite of the site at minus 102. This is a whopping two and a quarter total, which let's be real. It makes sense. Brighton's been dominating games and just can't put the ball in the back of the net. So um, we'll see here. Um, Big Sam is going to let West Brom play defensive. And I really think there could be some peripheral scoring for Brighton. Second game is the biggest, uh, the biggest total of the slate. We've got Leeds plus 127 hosting Villa as a three total. And the final game, this is the nap time game. If you just, don't, don't fall asleep when lineups come out. Make sure that you had everybody playing. But if you fall asleep when the game started, nobody's going to, to blame you. But we've got Newcastle hosting Wolves. Um, Newcastle is home plus 266, Wolves plus 127. A whopping two and a quarter total with juice going on the under. So let's talk about the slate and how we're going to play this DFS with these, with these uh, low totals. The first guy into my lineups, and I think the most exciting player on the slate is Rafinha of Leeds United. Um, Since coming to the EPL, Rafinha has been absolutely phenomenal. He's been so good that Leeds might struggle to to keep a hold of him this summer. Already some big guys, uh, big teams are circling the wagons. And here's why, like, let's just look at DFS wise. He scored last week versus Southampton, 18.7 DK. That's one of his worst floor games of the recent, you know, last months. Let's look at the rest of the games. Versus Wolves, no goal, no assist. 24.5 24.5 DK, 13 crosses, six shots assisted, four shots. Wow. Arsenal did get an assist on the route to 20.4 versus Crystal Palace. No goal or assist, 13.6 DK versus Everton scored a goal in route to 26.5 versus Leicester and assists on the way to 15.2 goal and assist versus Newcastle, 26.7. You get the picture. Rafinha is an absolute stud and a guy, you know, Ford so often in DFS decides, decides uh, the money. And I think realistically on this slate, you're going to have the likes of Rafinha, Pascal Gross, um, and Jack Grealish if he's in. Um, and you only can play two. Uh, it's, I, I guess you can play three. I, I really only see in the way that I want to build um, with 
not going overly punty. I think defender, I will get there. I think defender you can punt. But, you know, I do think there's some floor guys in the mid-tier of midfield that you'll want. So I think that this is a site where you get to pick two. And I think, in my opinion, is that at forward is where I want to pay up for my floors because, honestly, I love the next guy. Probably is the second, you know, lock of the slate for me, which is Pascal Gross. Um, look, West Brom is going to love to sit back and then bite pressure. That's how big Sam likes to play. Go for the guard draw, and if he sees the team overcommit, hit them on the counter. Like that's big Sam football in West at West Brom, and Brighton has been struggling to score. And when they struggle to score, it means that Pascal Gross just goes absolute bananas with peripherals. Um, in the last three games, he has 16, 16.6, 15.1. Only the 15.1 had an assist. He got nine, 9.4 DK versus Liverpool in a tough matchup. 25.1 versus Spurs, 17.3 versus Fulham. Pascal Gross has an unbelievable DFS floor and a guy that I want to build around, especially in this matchup. So I got my two forwards. I spent a ton of money, but I got my two forwards and I got two phenomenal floors up top. Now, I think if you um, want a little pivot, uh, I think Pedro Nato, um, great young player for, for Wolves. The issue with Pedro Nato and why I likely will not be on him is that he splits sets with Jao Matinho, who's going to be a guy that we're going to be talking about here in a minute. But Rafinha is on a set monopoly. Nato is on a set monopoly. Uh, I'm sorry, Gross is on a set monopoly. Nato, not a set monopoly. And honestly, Newcastle is playing a little bit more open and expansive football. Um, so I just think that the matchup for Gross and for Rafinha is just a little bit better. So I prefer those two over him. If you want to punt, if you want to go up to Jack Grealish and you just can't find other other uh, the money, look, it's risky because you might not have another forward you can play in the last game. But but Joel Allenton from Newcastle at 4,000. Callum Wilson's out. Andy Carroll's not that good. And Dwight Gale is just – we've known for a long time that Dwight Gale just isn't that good. So I think Joel Ellington at 4,000 is very viable, especially if he starts. He might not play 90, but you're rolling the dice because you better have some pivots ready because if not, you might take a zero at that position or have to play Joel Ellington not starting and just hope they get in the game. That's tough. All right, let's go to midfield. At the midfield, I think Jack Grealish, obviously um, Jackie Cavs, if you remember from the first video, um, he won the best floors in the EPL. He's been on sets. He missed this last week's game. We saw Villa struggle without him, but – Went in, Jack Grealish is just absolutely phenomenal. Look, Leeds is without Calvin Phillips, their best midfielder, one of the better defensive midfielders in the EPL. Um, we've seen them struggle to, like, they did look good versus Southampton, but Southampton's kind of, Southampton is a lot to play for. Villa does. Um, I think Jack Grealish just could really, really give them problems, assuming he's healthy. That's the big thing with Grealish. When he's healthy, Jack Grealish plays 90 minutes um, week after week. But um, look, I, I think I have Gross and Rafinha ahead of Grealish. But look, if, if someone wants to argue with me, like it's not going to be a long argument. It's going to be you go, yeah, I get it. Jack Grealish draws fouls, takes shots, shots assisted, takes corners. Like, what more do you want? Um, and it's a great total. So if you don't want to stack Rafinha and Jack Grealish together and miss Pascal Gross, like I get it completely. Um, after Grealish, I think Matthias Pereira. Um, I talked about him last week. It's just a phenomenal player. Um, you know, he really needs a move to a bigger club, but I thought the performance versus Burnley was absolutely sensational. Um, they went down a man, I think 30 minutes in. Matthias Pereira still finished with 17.8 DK floor points, six shots, three shots assisted, five crosses. Looked absolutely phenomenal. He's on a set monopoly um, for West Brom. 
Look, Brighton is by no means world beaters. You know, my concern with Pereira and the only drawback I can give Matthias Pereira at all is I think that West Brom might not have the ball a ton because Brighton's just been so kind of ball dominant. Um, but that said, look, his floor is phenomenal. He's put up, uh, let me just pull it up real quick. The, the game that I just keep going back to is versus Manchester City, where they lose five to nothing. Matthias Pereira still puts up nine, four points. So that should tell you a lot about his quality um, and how good of a DFS play he is. All right, here comes the boring plays. But look, sometimes boring floor plays make us money in DFS. And first off is grandpa, John Matinho. Um, you know, Wolves fans will probably call him the ageless wonder, but John Matinho just keeps showing up. Um, and look, because he's on corner, uh, splits corner kicks with Pedro Neto for Wolverhampton for Wolves, he is going to be in our lives still. Uh, let's just just look at the last few games. 7.4 floor points versus Leeds, not 8.2 versus Southampton, 12.6 versus Leicester. He scored his only goal of the season. He only has one goal, no assists this season versus uh, Arsenal for 17.1. Um, but look, those performances at 5.7K as a slight favorite versus a Newcastle team that in the past we've seen them be more defensive. Look, I'm, I'm never crazy about that this type of play, as you can see by my tone. But on this slate, I think it makes a ton of sense. Um, John Joe Shelby is another player similar to John Matino, just is a little bit more mobile, does a little bit more um, in terms of like other stats, shoots a lot more than John Matino, but um, John Joe Shelby, Ryan Frazier has fallen out of uh, favor for Newcastle. John Joe Shelby's on Monopoly set pieces. He's only 5,100. And a game, look, that Newcastle needs to look here and go, look, we can get a point, Wolves at home. So I think like, like John Joe Shelby as a kind of a salary saving, high floor player there. All right, defender. Whew. Defender is gross and not Pascal gross. It's just gross. Um, I almost don't want to bring anybody up <laughs> just to be real with you, but you know, I begrudgingly will give you one defender. I'm going to keep my eye on and that's Dan Byrne. Um, so Steven Alzate has started as left wing back for Brighton in the last few games and just given them absolutely nothing. He subbed off. I think it was either at halftime or like 50 minutes. They moved Dan Byrne up. And as soon as Dan Byrne went up, he tossed in eight crosses and got three shots assisted in the span of like 40, 45 minutes. Um, he's on sub 4K. Look, if he's playing a wing back position for uh, for Brighton, and you'll know that if you don't just just look at count the number of center backs. Um, and if you see three other center backs and then Dan Byrne, you know he's a left back. So um, yeah, I, I think he's about the only guy. Like I don't want to pay up, and then you know outside of Dan Byrne, I might as well just go all the way down um, and just play, pick two guys that are in. I, I think that this might be that type of slate. I just haven't seen a defender that really jumps out at me. Um, obviously lineups can change that. Finally, goalkeeper. Look, I'm not going to give you any names again either. We're almost to the end of this, I promise. But I'll just say this, my strategy over and over, I'm going to keep drawing in your heads. Start with the lowest keeper. Look, Sam Johnstone um, at home versus Brighton who's struggling to score, but might get a lot of shots. Like that could be a fine, fine play. Um, and then just above him, you got uh, Darlow from Newcastle. Newcastle is a different team at home. I used to be even better when they had fans, but um, they still play well at home. Um, so, you know, those are two that, you know, I toyed around with right away. But if all of a sudden you finish your lineup and you love it and you have the salary and you can move all the way up and you prefer one of those goalkeepers, like go for it. Goalkeeper is the highest variance position in DFS soccer. And that's why sometimes when you get large salary disparities, it just makes sense to go down and spend that money on other players that have better floors. Um, guys, that's going to do it. I don't have any bets here. Make sure you tune in tomorrow 
or whenever this drops, but look in the feed and you will see EPL picks on the Mayo Media Network. Um, and they're phenomenal. I loved watching the show last week. Um, you know, it's a must, must listen for me. So make sure you check that out too. And that's going to do it. So once again, you want to find more of my content, check out the FSI DFS YouTube channel where you can find, you know, all sorts of hoops, soccer, everything that you could want. And finally, if you want just more unbelievable coverage, just cannot, uh, just get over how much amazing stuff drops on Mayo Media Network. Make sure you've hit that subscribe button. We really do appreciate Keith, aka Gear Guy 231. See ya!